You are now listening to the True Blue Podcast. This is what happens when you give fans a microphone. Welcome to yet another episode of the True Blue Podcast. We are the Cowboys therapy that you want and need. I am Trey Smith. And I'm Tracy Hall. And I know what you're thinking. Another Cowboy podcast. Does the world need it, Trey? Absolutely. Absolutely. We're not your average Cowboys podcast. Okay? We obsess about this team. And if you obsess like we do, this podcast is for you. And if you're the type of kid that bought the NFL pencil pack (laughs) and you threw all of them in the trash but the Cowboys... (laughs) This podcast is going to be for you. That was me. If you had cowboy pajamas mm. when you were a kid and a cowboy's blanket. Cowboy nightlight. Cowboy's nightlight. Cowboy's rug. This is the podcast you're looking for. And if you beat up the kid at the bus stop with the Steelers jacket on, <laughs> whose podcast is this for? If you got beat up at the bus stop by the guy with the Steelers jacket on. Absolutely. This podcast is for you. This podcast is for you. Trey... I don't want to do it, but I'm going to have to ask you to take us down memory lane. Mm, I don't want to do it. 13. Not going to keep it. Prescott breaks the tackle. He picks up a total of nine more. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, oh. You almost got to hope it's a cramp, don't you, if you're a Cowboy fan right there? But, oh, that, that does not look good, Jim. Oh, no. And look at Gallup reacting and Dalton getting ready to go in. Oh, you can just see that at the bottom. Just, oh. Mm. Oh. One of those you don't want to see twice. Cowboy Nation, I'm so sorry to make you relive when our Cowboys 2020 season officially ended, and that was when Dak Prescott went down with a very – very gruesome injury. I refuse to watch the video. I've never seen it. It's crazy. And and I'll tell you what, though. The good news is, is this episode is only going to get better because this is going to inspire hope for this season. Everybody needs a little hope. And Dak on the rebound. So let's talk about this because we did a little Dak deep dive, an ocean floor deep dive about QB injuries and how this might compare to Dak Prescott rebounding the next season from a season-ending injury. So, Tracy, I I researched some quarterbacks over the course of the past three decades who had to fit this criteria. They had to be kind of in the same age window as Dak, meaning they had to be within 20 they had to be between 27 years of age and 32 years of age when they suffered the injury. The injury had to be early in the season, and the injury had to be season-ending to either the leg, ankle, or foot area. Okay? Oh, my. You got all that? So I've got four quarterbacks who fit that bill, and I've got what their following season when they return from the injury. I have those statistics and what those teams achieved. But we're going to play a little game, Tracy, because I'm going to give you some hints you're going to have to give me some hints. Man. I'm going to give 50. you some, some hints for each one. And 
We're going to see if you can guess the quarterback before I tell you who it is. Before we get started, I do want to go over a couple honorable mentions. The first one that did not make the cut, but who similarly met the criteria was Ryan Tannehill. The reason why I did not include him was because his was a technically was before the season. It was an ACL. Right. And the next season, he had Adam Gase as his coach, and they traded all his weapons. That was when they got rid of Juice Landry. They got rid of uh, Jay Ajayi when he was balling for the Dolphins. And he pretty much came back to no weapons, so I didn't feel like it was the same comparison gotcha. to Dak. Because right. Dak's weapons are just even better now. So Absolutely. I also didn't include Carson Wentz because, well, I also have another Eagles QB on here, and I'm not going to talk about two Eagles QB on the True Blue podcast. I can't name two Eagles quarterbacks. They've been that bad. Just bad. I refuse to do it. And then the other one was Teddy Bridgewater back in 2015 or 16. He tore his ACL in non-contact, but it was there was structural damage and it was a two-year recovery. So it just it wasn't right. the same comparison. Um, so, with all that being said, the first quarterback we're going to look into is the only Eagle jersey that you, Tracy Hall, have ever purchased. Who is it? Um, I'm going to go ahead and deny that I ever did that on the podcast. <laughs> but if it was true, it would probably have to be, I mean, that bus driver, Randall Cunningham. Let's see if he's right. Cunningham throws to the end zone. Incomplete. And Cunningham is down. And that's right around that left knee. And I tell you what, that looks like a hyperextension. We hope that's all it is. Randall Cunningham having injured his left knee. Ding, 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 ding. You Randall are right. Cunningham. That's one point for Tracy Hall. I think they actually got better when he went down. I'm not sure, but. Well, let's, let's take a look. So it was 1991. It was week one. He tore his ACL. He mm. was 28 years old. So, he I mean, this is almost yeah. – and let's just also clarify this. Dax wasn't even a ligament issue. It was Absolutely. a clean it was a break. break. Absolutely. Okay. When you don't involve the ligaments, it's a whole different deal. So, talking about ligaments is even more severe. So, this should give you even more hope. So, Randall Cunningham was 28 years old. He did this in 1991, week one. He was actually relieved by Jim McMahon. Wow. The 1992 season. And keep in mind, this was back when an ACL tear was a career ender. Absolutely. The 1992 season, Randall Cunningham had 15 starts, 19 passing TDs, five rushing TDs. He threw for 2,775 yards, and he ran for nearly 600 yards. The and team, they had a good running game that year as well. And they went 11-5. and five, with the division loss to none other than the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys. So that's our first case study was Randall Cunningham. Tracy, His problem was, was a, he was an eagle. That was a great job. Uh, that's, that's a good point. Next on the list, are you ready? I'm ready. The next one on our list is the greatest quarterback to never win a Super Bowl the greatest quarterback to never win a Super Bowl I mean listen 
I, it, in my heart, know that to be Dan Marino. Let's see if he's right. Shotgun, Marino back to throw. Fires it across the middle. Kirby, 15, gets the block. Outside, gets to the 10 and out of bounds at the 9-yard line. So they come up four yards shy of a first down. And Marino goes down on one knee. Marino is hurt on the play. Looks like he just took an odd step. He did. Might be an Achilles the way it looks from here. Ding, 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 ding. Dude, you're on a roll. That's two in a row. Hey, listen. That guy was so good. Oh, he was so good. So good. Tore his Achilles in 1993 in week six. Put him out for the season. He was 32 years old, people. True Blue Nation. He was 32 years old, so he was nearly five years older than Dak. The 1994 season. You ready for this? Ready. 16 starts. 30 passing TDs. Wow. And a rushing TD. Back then? Danny. That's unreal. Danny boy. He threw for 4,453 yards in 1994 when it was a running back lead. I don't think people, the modern-day football fan, understands Mm. how unreal that is. Coming off of a torn Achilles, those Dolphins went 10-6, and and they just lost the divisional game on a missed field goal to the Chargers. You remember that miracle run the Chargers had in 94? Yes, I do. Joke of a run. Yeah. Well, short-lived. Almost, but so 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 far, we've got two quarterbacks from the 90s suffered similar age, similar age, similar lower body injury, season. career season in the next year started and really Cunningham only missed a start uh in fact, I think they just benched him against the Cowboys that season in favor of Jim McMahon just Not because they're the idea. Eagles. Who understands yeah. the Eagles, what yeah, they who, do? Do they even know now? But pretty much started every game the next season. All right, we're going we're gonna to fast forward to another decade now. We're going to move from the 90s and get to the 2000s. You ready, Tracy? Let's do it. Some say he's the GOAT. Some say he's just a product of playing for the GOAT. Who you got? Got to tell you, Trey, that's, you know, seems fairly easy. You know, I would say Thomas Brady. Let's see if he got it right. Lost the football. And Tom Brady got hit right on the knee. He got hit right on the knee. Kansas City came up with the ball, but that's not the story. Tom Brady... Took a tremendous hit as he released that ball right on his left leg. The blitzer who falls into the left knee of Tom Brady. You can see it flex. And Patriot Nation right now is holding its collective breath. Ding, 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 ding. That's three in a row, Tracy. Three in a row. And you know what? Cowboy Nation, I know we were holding our collective breath as well. But Man, I know what that feels like. Okay, so let's talk about Tommy Boy. He was 31 years old. All of us probably remember it was 2008, the opening game of the season against the Kansas City Chiefs, tore his ACL. The following season, he started all 16 games, threw for 4,000, well, pretty much 4,400 yards, 28 touchdowns. The team went 10-6 and and lost in the wild card round to the Baltimore Ravens. So – Solid season, playoff appearance, 
Yeah, they, 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 they bungled the playoff, uh, you know. Wow. So for those of you keeping score at home, we've gone over three quarterbacks. Tracy is three for three. All three quarterbacks rebounded from a season-ending lower body injury with starting every game except for one out of the three of them, and all of them made the playoffs. All right, you ready for the last one? Yes. In college, he won the FCS Heisman Award, a.k.a. the Walter Payton Award, and he began his NFL career as a backup. Okay, so he won the Walter Payton Award. He began his career as a backup. And I forgot to mention, we have fast-forward to a new decade. So we've gone from the 90s to the 2000s, and now we're in the 2010s. Man. I would say... Man, I think you might have stumped me, Trey. I knew I'd get you on at least one. I got to tell you, I I do not know. All right. You ready for the clip? I'm ready. You're going to go, oh, my gosh, how did I miss that? Garoppolo escaping trouble. Oh, my gosh. Running, running, running. I totally forgot about him. And he's such a handsome man. I don't see how I forgot about him. Right there with his left leg, he was planting to try and get a couple of extra yards. Takes a shot as he's at the sideline. Jimmy G. The left knee, the star quarterback for San Francisco, carted into the locker mm. room. Eh, all right, well, that's not bad, three out of four. But, yeah, Jimmy G. You know, you know, Tracy, I remember one day we were watching Jimmy G, and you said, you know, let me tell you something about Jimmy Garoppolo. That man don't know what the word no means. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He's never heard it. <laughs> He's never you heard know, it. You know, and I got to tell you, I, I mean, I, I, I can't really feel sorry for him if he jacks his knee up. You know, I mean, he, God has delivered every gift to him. So let's look. He was 26. He was a month away from being 27. So he was in his age 27 season, I think just like Dak. Yes. He tore his ACL in week three of the 2018 season. In 2019, he had 16 starts, 27 passing TDs, almost 4,000 yards passing, the team went 13 and 3 and made it all the way to the Super Bowl where they lost to Patrick to Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. So, if we're keeping score at home, we've started every game except one. We've all made the playoffs. Between the four quarterbacks, we've won the wild card, we've won the divisional, we've won a conference championship, and we've made it to a Super Bowl. The only game we haven't won is a Super Bowl game. And you know what, Tracy? I think that this year it's Dak's time to be that guy who rebounds from a season-ending lower body injury at this time in his career, joins this club as the Super Bowl winner. I mean, listen, this is the feel-good story everybody wants. Yes. 60 minutes, every publication that you can imagine. This is the feel-good story for this upcoming NFL season. And I think Dak has prepared himself in the offseason to maximize his potential in achieving this. 
Absolutely. I mean, Tracy, what, what are you looking to see out of Dak? I mean, what are you hoping to see just coming into week one, coming into camp? I mean, like, what's- I mean, listen, I, listen, we know it's a clean break. I feel confident the ankle is going to hold up. My fear and what I want to see is that Dak does not change the way he plays the game of football. That's Excellent my biggest point. fear. You know, I, I mean, you have a horrific injury like that. I mean, it can mm. get in your head. Mm. You can pull up a little quicker. You can change the way you ultimately got to the NFL, the way you play. And my fear and what I don't want to see and what I want to see is him to play like Dak. Yes. Granted, I don't want him running all over the field. Of course not. But if the opening's there, I want him to get up into the hole, get seven, eight yards and get down. Well, you know what I think he might need to do in order to ensure he doesn't change the way he plays the game of football? What's that? Is he needs to listen to the True Blue podcast, episode number four, I think we're on. I mean, we're already on. Are we already on four episodes? I mean, we're on four, and and here's the best thing Dak could do. Find it. Get it in his ear. That's right. It, it's honey in the ear. Listen it's to sweet history. Candy. History repeats itself. And his confidence will explode. Absolutely. So if you got a connection to Dak, you hit him up, you send him this, and you let him know we got his back. But by the way, nothing about Dak Prescott tells me he's going to do anything but 110% like he always has. That's exactly There's nothing right. about that man that says half step, fear, or anything. The man just signed the largest contract for an athlete with the Jordan brand. I mean, an NFL Jordan. athlete. I mean, that's how they get people. And I'll tell you what, Tracy, I know everyone's been talking about Zeke's physique. <laughs> Dak looks good, dude. Dude, does he not look oh lean and mean? Have he's you seen ripped. him? Yes. He's, I mean, he's, he, you know, he, it's almost like he, he, he lost the bowed up puff, like yeah. the Donovan McNabb look. And now he's out there looking like a, yeah. like a, just a shredded monster. So he looks fit, but. More importantly, it looks like he has taken this time off very seriously. Yes. He has dedicated the time to, you know, trimming some weight, adding Mm. some muscle, some strength. And I just think when you see that kind of dedication, you know, to improve his physical ability, I mean, I, I I mean, that's the leader of our team. I mean, we paid him, Jerry paid him unbelievable amounts of money. Speaking of which, Trey, I mean, what does Dak have to do this year to earn that paycheck for you? To where you say, hey, listen, it was worth Dak it. earned his money this Dak year. Dak earned his money. Man, I'm going to say this. I'm not going to hold back. I want to see two playoff victories, minimum. I mean, listen, that's fair. With this team, with this offense, with, the, the you know, basically our whole draft was defense. I mean – I would agree with you on that. I mean, I think that's we, 20 mil a win. Yeah. We need to get to the divisional round and, and we need to, we need to win a couple playoff games. Let's do it. I, I think if Dak can show progress and as a team, we're getting better. I really think based on what I've seen with this team, where we're going, we are actually going to, have our dreams come true in the next two or three years okay. and i think this year's a big step I, I, got, I gotta see something out of this team this year and now that's the perfect segue tracy today brought to you 
by Halo Juice, our first official sponsor. Uh, Halo say, say, Juice. Say what? Halo Juice. Halo Juice. I love the way that sounds. I mean, to me, that sounds otherworldly. Oh, it's unbelievable. It'll change your life. Brought to you by Halo Juice. This week's TNT Top 3. It's time. Halo Juice. TNT Top 3. TNT. All right, as mentioned, today's TNT Top 3 is brought to you by Halo Juice. Small changes, big benefits. And I can tell you as a personal consumer, it is the best naturally made juice you will taste. You can reach out to Halo Juice on Facebook at the Halo Juice, H-A-L-O, or on Instagram at Halo underscore juice. You're making me want to get juiced up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, TNT top three. So, Tracy, here's what we got. Talking about Dak, I want to know, and the people of True Blue Cowboy Nation want to know, what is the floor for Dak? What is the ceiling for Dak? And what is the expectation for Dak in 2021? So start with the floor. Well, I'll tell you the floor for me, it's going to it's gonna be pretty high. I mean, I just think the potential's here for a healthy Dak to be one of the top five producing quarterbacks in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I think for me, the floor for Dak is probably about a 3,300-yard passing, okay. 22 touchdowns. Okay. I think that's the floor for this guy, maybe six interceptions. Okay. You know, that's the to me, with what this guy's got around him, an upgraded offensive line as far as health, the receivers another year together, two tight ends coming back, solid. Mm. I, mm. I just The floor is going to be hard for him to reach. How many wins? The floor and wins, uh, based on our schedule and, and just the other things I've mentioned, I think is, you know, nine. Okay. But everybody says, oh, well, the wins aren't all on the QB. But then when they talk, they well, act like all the wins judged by it, are all for on sure. the QB. So, yeah. all right. I'd have to say my floor, if he stays healthy, is, is, is this simple. 25 touchdowns, 25 total touchdowns. So, passing, running and passing. Running and, passing yeah. and I think an eight and nine record. I think that's our floor. That's our floor. Yeah. Not saying that's what he's going to do. Not saying yeah. that's the expectation. But I think if he stays healthy, 25 total TDs and an 8-9 and nine record is the floor. Yeah, that that is the floor, all right. I mean, if we're talking 8-9 and nine is the floor, man, heads are going to roll. So which leads us to the ceiling. The roof is the ceiling, as Michael Jordan would say. Man, Dak has a real possibility for this ceiling to be very high this year. Mm. Based on the way he played last year, the first, what, four games, just the Christmas of his balls, I feel like he's getting better each year. If that trend continues, I just see him throwing into tighter windows. I see him leading the receivers a little bit better. I see as the ceiling 5,500 yards, 35 touchdowns, Six interceptions. And I'm so happy that you just provided the True Blue podcast with its first ever drop. Just the Christmas 
of his balls. <laughs> okay. You are welcome. So my ceiling is, I, I'm going to go ahead and say it. My ceiling is a record-breaking season. I think that with the offense that he's in, with the play caller he has, with the extra game, I think he has a record-breaking season, whether that's yards or touchdowns or both. I don't know, one or the other or both. I think he wins MVP. He leads the Cowboys to the Super Bowl. I think in order for him to reach the ceiling, the Cowboys need to find a rhythm early. We talked about that in our first episode, about really just honing in on that first game, week one against the defending champions. If you hadn't heard that episode, go listen now or after this one. Check it out. It's great content about going into training camp. But I'm telling you, I think we need to find a rhythm early. And please, anybody but Green Bay in the divisional round, unless... A-Rod is still chilling out in Hawaii or he gets shipped off to the AFC. Hey, listen, part of me wants another shot at them with a better team. And I would love to see McCarthy get a little revenge. But if we can avoid them, we will. Yeah. Okay. But a little bit of a contradiction for me is kind of in my heart of hearts, I believe in order for Dak to get the wins. Mm-hmm. And to get the acclaim, Super mm-hmm. Bowl winning quarterback, MVP status, I think he can't have both and go off on stats. Okay. I think to get that MVP, he certainly will get it based on the stats you gave. Or me. It, it's right there. Okay. I believe truly, bluely, if we're going to go to the Super Bowl this year, Dak has to throw 28 times a game. 25 to 28 we have to run the ball we have to be balanced we need efficiency out of this offense we need to be able to slow this game up in the third and fourth quarter and grind it out I just think the Cowboys are better that way a Dak led Cowboys Dak can throw it around the yard we know that but a young defense you know I just believe our running game is going to be crucial we need to get Dak's Dak can't throw 30, 40 times a game. I mean, I just don't believe we're going to win the Super Bowl with that kind of production. So with all that being said then, Tracy, with all that being said, what's your expectation? That's number three. Realistically, and again, I'm a true blue Cowboys fan. So in my heart of hearts, I do believe Dak is going to have a big year throwing the ball. I think his interceptions are going to come down. And I think we're going to be able to run the ball. I think we're going to be explosive. And Kellen Moore's aggressive. We have aggressive wide receivers. I think Dak is going to put up 4,800 yards. I think he's going to throw 30 touchdowns. And I think he's going to run for four or five. Oh, I'll, I'll take it. My and expect- we just got to hope that we can get timely runs in the late third and fourth mm. to close games out, which we have not been able to do. Well, my expectation is this simple. Eliminate all doubt. You got your money. You got your Jordan brand contract. You're back to health. You got your weapons. Go out there. Eliminate all doubt. Go win key games throughout the regular season. Give me two playoff wins. Be a pro bowler and have an MVP caliber season. I don't think that's too high of an expectation for Dak. And I think if you talk to Dak himself, his expectations of himself are even higher than that. Hey, look, he's right there. I mean, he is right there for an explosion. That's right. He, he is trending. If you look at Dak, 
each year. He's trending up, and he's getting better at all facets of the game. And I, I just I look forward to seeing what he's going to put out because it couldn't happen to a better guy. Absolutely, he's a good human being. He he's a good work ethic. He's the type of guy that you want your daughter meeting or you want your son to look up to. That's right. He's just a good dude. And that's who you want to be successful. And he's got the skills. He's got the talent. And guess what? He's got a lot of people he can shut up. That's right. With one Super Bowl win. And Dak, brother, if you need just one last confidence boost as you are in the midst of training camp, give this episode a listen. Listen to the history of what guys have done. And we believe you can outperform those fellas. That's Absolutely. all I've got, Tracy. I've got nothing else. Listen, I'm looking forward to it. We got a big week coming up. Uh, we got a, a full week of training camp. We'll be back with you guys real soon. Take it easy.